and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Court Winsett, and I'm here with my host. Host? What is Co-host. that? Co-host. You yeah. can't just you try, quit trying to make fetch happen, okay? <laughs> Hang on, this is not normal. I don't know if I like it. I mean, you, you know. Hello just... and welcome to Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is Cortland Winsett, Cameron Spann. Oh, now we're calling me Cortland. Cortland, so. yes. And Gobble Gobble. Gobble Gobble, indeed. Yes. I do like that both of y'all introduced me. Because you never introduced me. Well, the thing is, you we it's, have to admit it. You are a crucial part of this. You've always been crucial because you are the master behind the scenes, editing this, making sure it's published to you guys. Keep but going. Keep we going. We really have enjoyed having Cam be a part. You're a part of this. You chime in because really, guys, we've been doing this for a long time. And y'all are probably sick and tired of 70 hearing. 70-something episodes now. Sick and tired of hearing just me in court talk. And so oh, I think yeah. bringing in a perspective of Cam. So, yeah. I, I know. I, I'm I'm tired of hearing me talk. I think we got to admit that we we are a tripod now. There's three of us. Wow. Yeah. Right, well, that's the episode. All about me. Okay, well. <laughs> no. Okay, so Bullseye. ladies and gentlemen, the, today's episode is going to be about Cameron. We're going to talk, it's all things Cameron. No, actually, we are a week out from Thanksgiving. And of course, on Thanksgiving. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, on Thanksgiving, you will get an episode where we're, we are dedicated. We will give you an episode on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, because we do come out every Thursday, but uh, it will be a, an abbreviated episode as usual. And um, so this week is our really our, our Thanksgiving episode, even though there's more to come. Yeah, we kind of wanted to just talk about Thanksgiving in a very open conversation because it Money. is... It, it, it's, it's expensive. Yeah. There's a lot that goes with it. And I know last... Last year for Thanksgiving, we kind of talked about the conversations that come up at the dinner mm-hmm. table. And we did an episode about uh, not loaning people money. Mm-hmm. We did an episode about uh, the side dishes. Uh, yeah, the it, great it, debate of that. We yeah. talked about planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we covered all that, but there's still a lot to cover mm-hmm. with Thanksgiving. So let's just talk about the the cost of actually hosting a Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Because there's an emotional cost for sure. There's the stress of you are the chosen one that you are hosting. And I think it looks different for everybody. Are you hosting just the location and people are bringing all the food to you? Are you hosting and doing everything? Because there's the stress of... You got to get your house clean. So that may be financial because you got to pay somebody maybe to come cl- deep clean your house. <laughs> we got to pay. Uh, we got to pay a lot of people. Yeah. There are a lot of people coming in to clean our house and to help us prepare food because we don't prepare food. Yeah. There. We've got cleaners coming in next week, the night before. Oh, are you hosting? No. We're having uh, some siblings spend the night with us, but my parents are hosting. Oh, oh okay. See, that's the other element of it. People yeah. coming into town right. and figuring that part out yeah. and then just making sure you've got space you know, things picked up for where people are going to put their coats or somebody staying at your house or, you know, making sure you've got plenty of ice. And before <laughs> you even get to the food part, it's just the logistics of, is your house clean? Is your sanity okay? Because everybody's about to come in. Well, and, and I know we don't like to discuss it, but really um, the pandemic threw everybody into disarray over the last year. So yeah. like, you know, we might be getting back to normal this year, maybe. A little bit more normal anyway. Last year, we had our family Thanksgiving was outdoors at picnic tables. A lot of people did that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, now with the, you know, the vaccines out there and, you know, we're not going to... That's something don't talk about at your Thanksgiving table if who's vaccinated is not. Please, God, don't bring Um, up... 
But I, it's it, it looks different for everybody. And I think this is something that for some families, it's, uh, you know, it, it's a tradition. It's been passed down. Someone's taking responsibility. But then as parents age, then it's like trying to figure out, okay, who's going to take over responsibility? And one of the things that I was thinking about is, you know, as a kid, you just think, oh, okay, we're going to Aunt B's house for Thanksgiving. You don't, you think, okay, cool. We're going to go over and eat at Aunt B's house. Mm-hmm. You don't think about how much time and money has gone into the actual preparation. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a really short story. I'm going to make it as short as I possibly can. As a kid, my favorite holiday was Christmas because I got all the presents. Mm-hmm. Then as an adult, I was like, I actually love Thanksgiving because I see all of the same people and I eat all of the same food, <laughs> but I'm not stressed about giving my kids presents, mm-hmm. giving my wife presents, giving, yeah. you know, there, there's not that, that gift giving stress. It's just coming it's together. Just, everybody gets together. That was until I realized that uh, Thanksgiving is is hard if you're the one that's hosting it. Mm-hmm. I had never had to host it, so I was like, yeah. "Yeah, Thanksgiving is my favorite vacation, my favorite holiday because it's so easy." Yeah, it's not easy. It's just that I wasn't the one that was hosting it. So, well, and the drama of when you get married then and trying to figure out like, oh my lord, well, this is how my family does Thanksgiving. I go to my family's yeah. Thanksgiving, but then if it conflicts with your spouses and it's like do you alternate I know some people alternate years oh there was a time there was a time when when my wife and I were doing five Thanksgiving dinners a year five a a year no 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 we would do one on Wednesday and then four on Thursday the span siblings were all synced up which is so nice so this year all the span kids are getting together for for Thanksgiving (laughs) and then Christmas this year we're all doing it with the in-laws and then next year we'll get together for christmas but thanksgiving is a part so it's a nice little schedule we've got see we've got my sibling and i uh, one of my siblings and i are in town and one of my siblings is out of town and my sibling that is out of town always spends thanksgiving with the in-laws and always comes to our uh, our parents house for christmas um, and I, I hate that because I really, Thanksgiving really is my favorite yeah. holiday. Even if I have to host it, Thanksgiving really is my favorite holiday. You know, I'm not a particularly overly earnest or, or cheesy person, but you know, it's, it's all about just getting together with family and giving thanks. So I'm great at showing up and just eating and taking a nap. <laughs> I Absolutely. mean, that's my skill. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I hate about Thanksgiving is the fact that I have to go to work the next day. <laughs> K- Katie, have you hosted Thanksgiving yet? I have not. I have offered to host, but the idea of taking over, because I feel like in my family, if I was to be the one to agree to host, I wouldn't just host a location. I would also be actively helping with the food. And um, it, it's a catch me too, because my mom always hosts. And my granny used to host, and my mom was very active in cooking and everything. And then my mom, um, when my granny passed away, then she agreed to host. And she pretty much was hosting before anyways. It was just at granny's house. So now it's at your parents' house? Now it's at my parents' house. But Mm -hmm. the idea of the responsibility of like potentially messing up this important meal. um, Because the letter that... My mom has an eight-page letter from, I think, my great-grandmother that explains how to cook the turkey and how to make the dressing. And she wrote it to my mom the November after my parents got married. And so 
intertwined. That's cool. Does she still have the original? Oh, yes. She That's still amazing. has it. Whoa. Intertwined in this letter is the recipe, but it's not one of those that you can just go, here's the recipe. It's like, okay, well, this is what I would always do for this person. Da, da, da. And while you're doing this, I typically would do this. Like, it's just a beautiful story. Hmm. And I've helped some with it, but the stress would like, oh, I don't know that I could handle that because it's an emotional stress, but also it's just the prepping. And, you know, we have people bring stuff like people have now been dedicated. Okay. You know, Aunt Becca, she brings the the cranberry relish because it's everyone loves it. But there's sometimes that, you know, I wonder with that the cost because I, I, as y'all know, I host a lot of baby showers, wedding showers, all kinds of stuff like that. And a lot of times when someone asks if they can help, you're like, because eh, I've been burned before where I've had someone who's like, oh, yeah, I'll bring the Rotel dip. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm not going to worry about that. And then this person showed up to the shower with their crock pot, had not even melted the cheese, had not done anything. And the party was in 20 minutes. <laughs> so my stress is as a hostess of Thanksgiving, and I, you know, my mom's had this role, so I haven't had this yet. When someone asks if they could bring something, if it's someone you know that's not going to make anything good, what do you say? Like, no, nah, it's okay to show up. Or well, I, I mm. guess I'm fortunate in that my family, um, of of all of the the family groups, nobody can't make something good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, I the, everybody in my family, if they're like, hey, what do I bring? I'm like, mm-hmm. you bring the this because your this is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, um, I think we all have good cooks in our families. That's but you good. hear about the random people that put like raisins in their potato salad. It's like, don't come to my Thanksgiving. Yeah, dude, you, you're well, who has potato here. salad at Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's weird. Here's the potato salad. What? Why did you bring potato salad? It's Thanksgiving, and it's got raisins in it. Get out. Hey, yeah. Katie, is BB making horseradish dip for Thanksgiving? No, see, come we, on. We go very basic. It's just you know, it's the turkey and the dressing, and um, you know, we'll have we call it pecan delight. It's, we talked uh, about this yeah, last, we talked year. About last year. Yeah. It's actually sweet potatoes, but um, Granny always called it pecan delight because a lot of people don't like sweet potatoes. So we're like, and then we'll have a couple mm. other things, but ours is very basic. Yeah, basic. We we just keep it very simple, <laughs> and a lot of it is just you know we don't do fancy china. It's just come because we care more about being together and enjoying the meal and not putting a lot of extra stress because yes you could have this beautiful thanksgiving table with these the china and the waterford and all of that but then somebody's got to go clean that up yeah that's a pain and listen i believe that we have since we got married and we've been married for a long time i believe since we got married my wife and i have hosted thanksgiving either twice or three times and they were the most stressful days i've ever had but it's it's also, you know, you you've got a certain sense of accomplishment when you finish it. It's it's it can yeah. be fun. It's just how are you going to break down those costs? How are you going to uh-huh. how are you going to separate duties? Who's going to do what? Uh, you know, it, it, there is a lot of planning that goes into it. But listen, I got guys at the at the before we started recording this episode, I actually made an executive decision. I mandated that we were not going to do a list, but Everybody knows that we've got to do a list. We have to have some sort of list. So uh, I was wrong. I admit it. We, we, we will do a list. So ladies and gentlemen, here's your list. Each one of us is going to uh, going to offer at least one person, mm-hmm. dead or alive. I'm ready. 
that they would invite to their Thanksgiving dinner. Let's do this. Katie, you're first. Boom. Oh, oh her face. I put her on the spot. Ah. Who's important to you, like, in your life? Like, a uh, political figure or a religious figure or a movie star? Okay, dis- disclosure. This is a question I always ask in our interviews while we're trying to acquire yeah. talent at Pickler Companies. I say, what historical figure would you invite to your dinner party? Yeah. I think Robin Williams would be fantastic oh, good answer. to have at your dinner table. I, I would almost feel bad about having him, though, because I feel like he would feel like he had to entertain. And I'd like to know the Robin Williams when he's off, but I'm not sure he ever is. I mean, well, now obviously he is. Can but. you imagine the impressions he would do around the table? Oh, uh, my God. The genie. The, I've heard uh, nothing but great things about him later in his life. He would handle any awkward situation if somebody started going down a rabbit hole talking about stuff they shouldn't. Uh-oh. And yeah, he'd just like <laughs> pivot. Make a noise. Exactly. And, you know. <laughs> Um, and I think call out someone if it's like someone's sitting on their butt and everyone else has already taken their plate and they're just sitting there on their phone. He'd be like, get off your phone, take your plate. Like, I think it just would be interesting. I I don't know. I I would ask him to do at least one missed out fire impression. Hello. (laughs) Court, what about you? Oh, why are you going to me next? It's around the table this way. Since when do you go counterclockwise? counterclockwise. No, it's it's clockwise, baby. Listen, mine is a little bit of a cheat because, uh, um... First of all, it's not just one person, and secondly, uh, I don't know all their names. But um, I would want—I would absolutely—if I—if I had the opportunity to, to to travel back in time or to bring people forward in time, I would want the founding fathers. Ah, I would want. That's a good one. Cool. I mean, you know, just like. Listen, I'm I'm obsessed with the Constitutional Convention. I'm obsessed with the Declaration of Independence. Those, like those guys in a room, um, and their wives. I would like them to bring their wives because you know nowadays we're we're a little bit more evolved than we were back then. But you know, it, That'd be interesting. Extraordinary, an extraordinary opportunity to really pick the minds of the people that actually crafted our nation. Can you imagine asking Alexander his thoughts on the musical Hamilton? My like, word. Like, what would he think about it? Well, he, he wouldn't even know what, what, what part of it was because it's it's people speaking like, what to is rhythm. What is hip-hop? Yeah, I mean, he, he just wouldn't even understand. It makes I'm, me think of that. Have y'all watched the new show, Ghost? Mm-mm. It's a show and it's about this house and it's there's ghosts that live there that, you know, for some reason they're in limbo, but one of them is someone who supposedly was friends or knew Hamilton. Mm. And it's very interesting. He's like, that guy got a musical? What is this? So I think it'd be interesting to take their take on our take of them. Especially because, I mean, you know, if you, if, okay, listen, I'm going to geek out for just a second. <laughs> I promise it won't take very long. But if you watch, if you, if you watch the musical Hamilton or if you've read the book about, uh, about Hamilton, the, 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 the biography about Hamilton, the most recent one, um, it very much casts Jefferson as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But then for a, a, a large portion of my life, Jefferson was the, he was the guy that wrote the Declaration of Independence and he founded, you know, University of Virginia and he did all of these great things and he was amazing. And then turns around and he's a bad guy. And so to have both of them in a room with me at Thanksgiving dinner, are you kidding? That would be so cool. Sorry. Okay, so Cameron, now it's your turn. This may not surprise you, but I would invite Bono. Oh. 
and I. Because not only is U2 one of my favorite bands, but like Bono's whole thing is peace and unity. And so who better to invite to give thanks? I feel like he'd be a great guest. And plus, if, if, if things got riled up, he'd be like, did I bug you? I didn't mean to bug you. That's a good so, Dublin accent. I think this is also the other thing of when someone from the outside comes to your Thanksgiving, think about mm. that. Like if someone brings their new boyfriend or girlfriend or someone brings a friend or like there's just someone there who's not supposed to be there. I, I know I'm very much like it's a bad trait, but I don't like when things are different and I don't like change really well. And I, I admit it, but it's kind of, we'll get to that on a Christmas episode of like, where do, where do people sit? There's a new person here. What do we do? I'm a little bit like Sheldon Cooper in that way of like, <laughs> but that's my seat. That's how we've always done it. And so when someone new comes to Thanksgiving, you're kind of like, well, well they're, they're sitting in my seat or Penny. they brought what? To oh, Thanksgiving? Penny. Bono would get a throne. So I, I, you have heard this story. I went to a concert, camped out in 2008 to be like front row of the 360 tour for U2. And it was amazing. And uh, before that, while we were waiting in line, we had an Irish flag and wrote like coexist on it. It was Bono bait. We knew he would like that. Yeah. And so we held it up and he took that flag from my hand and he held it up during Sunday Bloody Sunday. Oh. And so I, I feel like I know him. He doesn't know who I am, but I feel like I'm good friends <laughs> with him. You know him. Plus Katie and I went to his bar in Dublin. We oh, did. We, he, he didn't show up. No, he didn't. Know. We, we didn't? waited. No, we waited. Ah, why not? Yeah. Come on, Bono. Well, so on a financial note about this, let's be realistic. Um, hopefully, you have gotten uh, your plan set up of your ingredients you're going to need for Thanksgiving because it's expensive this year. Inflation has gone up. Okay. Supply chain is difficult. Well, inflation by things. definition is it, well, it goes up exactly, because. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, smart butt. The inflation rate has the gone inflation up. Inflation rate, yes. Things are getting more expensive <laughs> they and are indeed. finding things are very difficult. And so it's figuring out your budget, making sure it fits. I read something about, you know, if you're hosting a small Thanksgiving, you may not need the big turkey, but sometimes when you look at it, either you can't find the smaller turkeys or the cost wise, it's cheaper to actually get a bigger turkey. Yeah, it's one of those that people are going to grab the cheaper turkeys. From the grocery store mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. Like they're they're gonna be gone sooner. Yeah. But I mean you see all the movies that talk about like trying to find the last turkey and trying to find less ham, stuff like that, whatever you serve. But um yeah, it's it's planning your budget out mm-hmm. and getting the ingredients you need. And it it's it is who how do you divide it out? Do people help out? Um is I I made a joke, is there like a pot of money that you kinda everyone chips in yeah. and it's like you've got a if there's someone who always hosts, or maybe it's a revolving of who hosts, but you just have this set money that every year you can pull from that to pay for holiday meals, because it's, it's <laughs> can expensive. you imagine having like a, a Thanksgiving trust? I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, that's amazing. Like a family trust that's just dedicated I mean, we, to we Thanksgiving. We could probably do it here. We could set that up for you. But I, I'm serious. <laughs> if it's it's something to kind of consider, because it oh, does get expensive, and you you as the hostess, you want to make sure you have a nice meal. You have enough. Food for everybody, maybe beverages if you serve alcohol. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and wait, wait a second. Are there people that don't serve alcohol? We, yes, we yes, do not drink. Oh, at my word. Our, our my family does not drink at our Thanksgiving. My husband's family drinks at theirs, and so I. I, I so have we, we are the flip side. My family drinks 
I mean, 8 a.m., you bring out the Jack and Coke. <laughs> My wife's family, it's it's a, a sober Thanksgiving. Mm. Which yeah. which Thanksgiving do you go to first, I guess, is the key. <laughs> Booze-giving. Booze-giving. <laughs> Start off at the booze and then go yes. to the sober. So at the booze Thanksgiving, people are passing out because they've had too much to drink. At the sober Thanksgiving, it's that uh, it's the turkey that's gotten you. you gotten into that trip the fan. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you know that's a, that's a, that's, that's a lie. Well, then why is it that it. there's always people that you go Because of the booze. Okay. I think it's because <laughs> you eat booze. too much. You, you stuff yourself and you get oh, so full. It's a very, very long day. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people's Thanksgivings start at, you know, noon and go until yeah. 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And especially I, if you're bouncing between, how do you oh pace yourself? Yeah. Like, it's, I feel like you need to get some tips from the, those professional eaters. And like, <laughs> what, do, what do you do? How do you like... Get up and, and I can't. Move I can't around. even. I mean, like you know, if if I go to the first one of the day and mm-hmm. there is, my big weakness is 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 potatoes of any kind. I thought you were going to say vodka. <laughs> well, <laughs> potatoes of vodka. any kind. Yes, <laughs> there, potatoes, vodka. <laughs> no, but like mashed, uh, sauteed, au gratin, <laughs> vodka, French fries. Okay, I don't care. yeah, potatoes are delicious. <laughs> I will I will literally load my plate and my cup with potatoes if given the opportunity. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, yeah, it, it's I I think one of my good friends, I think I talked about this last year. She said that she would pace herself between the multiple Thanksgivings and she'd just eat, you know, a little bit at one and a little bit at another one and I'm like, "No. You got to try all the things." No. And it's it's Stinks because it's like if you have a really, really like something at the first one and you want to get seconds, but you're like, oh, I gotta go to another one. Another dinner, yeah. And so the the loophole to that is you ask for a little to you bring your own to go containers and be like, can I just get a little bit? There's a place in in Memphis called Lit, and Lit sells um, great to go containers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were man. Where am I going with this? I thought what? you were going to say the loophole was like take a diuretic and like clear, clear the <laughs> system, word. and then you're oh, ready to go for round two. All I'm we say were so is far into this episode, probably, and now we have to start you over. Probably you're going to be miserable <laughs> and just pace yourself, but hopefully it'll be with good company. And um, but I, I just I think if you are the hostess, we feel your pain. We know that it's expensive. Highly it's an stressful. emotional. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully if you've never hosted, you kind of have a perspective of knowing like, hey, maybe instead of just you offering to bring the roles, you also say, hey, can I chip in a little bit? Because I know it's expensive. Or um, just a, a lot of times the people, I, like I know my mom, if they offer to host – they're never going to say, yes, do this, do that, or whatever. They just want you to appreciate it. And so I think that's a huge form of payment to someone that's not monetary. It's just appreciate and thank the person who does this because it's so much more than that crazy mad dash of that hour, two hours, three hours you're there. There's a lot of work that went in on the front end and a lot of work that will go in on the back end. What do y'all... What are y'all's experiences uh, with with Thanksgiving Day as far as as far as the table? Because 
every movie depiction of Thanksgiving and or Christmas dinner that I have ever seen involves mm-hmm. the entire family sitting around one table. That's bogus. And we have yeah, got... No. We have got tables everywhere. Also, what's depicted, y'all may do this, is like the huge feast on the table. We always do buffet, and then you take the food yeah, to oh, the yeah. table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're totally buffet. You can't have... You no, know, every movie, it's like the table's loaded up. I'm like, that's bogus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and they cut the turkey right yes. there in front of you at the table. No, that's like, yes. come on now. I mean, that's got to be maybe some people, and with the world of Instagram now, I'm sure they have that. But yeah, I think it's always buffet style because there are other people contributing food. So you've got like the different um, like dishes and stuff if people have brought things. But yeah, it's I know with Daniel's family, my husband's family, there is a dedicated card table. That is like, oh, that gets pulled out for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and these are the chairs that go with it. And yes, you put like a tablecloth on it, so it's not. But I know with my family, um, it's when we were at my granny's house, there was the kids' table. And I forever will always be at the kids' table, pretty much. And it's just, I mean, we did have you choose a, to do that. You don't want to be at the adult table because that's a totally different conversation than the kids table. When I when I was a kid and, and when, when my kids were kids, we did have a kids table. But there was always at least a couple of adults that sat at the kids table. I mean, I, I can't recall a time when there weren't in my... In, in, in my particular uh, Thanksgiving dinner, there weren't uh, people just spread out all over the place. There were always at least, at least three tables, I yeah. think. Well, and if you have a lot of people and are doing buffet style, then it could be by and then the there time are people the first like, one, mm-hmm. you know, gets down, sits down, they're ready to <laughs> get down and sits down. <laughs> <laughs> they eat their food and they may be ready for seconds by yeah. the time the last person is going through the first time. Yeah. I know... Um, my uncle, my uncle Tone he, uh, he, a lot of times we tell him to go first and, and we want him to go first, but then he'll patiently wait and make sure that everybody has gone through at least once before he goes. But it's almost like just a constant rotation of that buffet line. And it's, we don't have that many people. So these big families, I don't know how they do it. There's never, there's, you don't ever have everybody sitting at once except for maybe like dessert time. Get on the bus, y'all. Katie, I'm intrigued here. What? On this outline, I see the buddy system. What, what what is the buddy system? I I was Googling how to survive Thanksgiving and stuff like that. And somebody was like, they put on there the buddy system. And it was that if you feel like it's going to be a tense Thanksgiving or there's conversations and you kind of have your buddy that y'all kind of have your code words to get out of things or to direct the conversation a different way. But all I could think about was uh, the movie Heavyweights, which Court still has not seen and he I needs to see. I have not seen it. I, but uh, I, there's a scene in there about We've had buddy. a whole conversation about why y'all bring up Y'all bring up movies that I'm like, I don't know that one. Yeah. You know, I'm Court just... was in college when that came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But and I think the other thing is we're very much in the age of, oh, well, Aquarius? I'm not eating. Yes. yes. I'm not okay. eating gluten or I'm not doing this. And, and there are legit real allergies that people have. But for the most part, those people I know who have like a true allergy are truly doing something because they have to. They're going to take care of themselves. They're going to be like, hey, I'm going to bring this because I know I can't eat that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize this was a thing. But apparently there's a whole taboo of like, you don't ask where the turkey came from. And I'm going, who the who the heck is asking where the turkey came from? I'm not going to be like, excuse me, is that free range? Where yeah. did this turkey come from? Well, where did I it live? You. What was its life? 
I, I want to know its name. I, think, I want to know. I will only fuss if it's tofurkey. Oh, but yeah. if it's real turkey, I don't care. Yeah. I want turducken. Ooh, yeah. I've oh, never had yeah. turducken. I've heard of it. Well, I've, I've never had the it. turkey stuffed with the duck stuffed with the chicken. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, yeah. and the other financial thing we haven't even talked about is the medical. Think about the people that get injured for Thanksgiving because they try and deep fry a turkey. That may just be a southern thing, y'all who just, are listening, who are up north. But like... <laughs> That happens all the time. The third degree burns. The like turkey that gets shot up in the air. And then what are you left to do? Go to the Chinese restaurant because you don't have a freaking turkey. Because okay, you just destroyed it. There was a it. movie where they went to the Chinese a Christmas story. It's a Christmas okay, story. But, but, and that was Christmas So I was Day. wondering why you were throwing in Chinese restaurant on a Thanksgiving I don't episode. Know. It sounds good to me. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. I love Chinese. I'll eat some Chinese. I don't but care. you think about it, like you're putting. So- like, it's a lot of pressure. You have prepared everything else. You've got this turkey. You better hope that this turkey is going to turn out because that is the centerpiece of your meal. And But really, is it? I mean, if you think yeah, about it. it is, man. It's Thanksgiving. It really? yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, picture-wise, sure. You want to you wanna, you wanna picture-perfect Thanksgiving dinner, then you, 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 you've got the, that, that golden brown turkey. Yep. But like we said, at my Thanksgiving dinner, the turkey is pre-sliced. Yeah, and ours it's on, is pre-sliced it's, it's on a platter. Too. Yeah, it doesn't a, matter how it's sliced, but I cannot imagine a Thanksgiving yeah. it didn't have turkey. Like, Are y'all light or dark? Dark meat, dark, baby. Dark all the, the way. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm macaroni and cheese, potatoes. I didn't uh, say you have to like turkey, but just to have it there. Yeah. I, no, okay, so here's a thing that we haven't discussed, at least this time. I don't know if we discussed it last year, but leftovers. Mm. Leftovers is a big deal oh, in yeah. my family. There, there's actually like TV who gets shows. It, how much you take? You know, yeah. How many, how many nights are you going to have turkey sandwiches after oh, after Thanksgiving? But they've got these cooking shows now that show like what to how to reinvent your Thanksgiving leftovers and turn them into new dishes. And it's see, just, that's no fun though because no. that requires work. The fun of I, leftovers would, is it's delicious and it's easy. I would eat. I'm. Um, I've have. Eating dressing for breakfast the next morning. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I don't care about the turkey as much, but like, give me a bowl of some dressing. I will eat that until I'm like sick, like look like Veruca from uh, Willy Wonka. Now, I, 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 will, I will say Friday morning, I get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. So very rarely do I enjoy the whole leftover from Thanksgiving on Friday. But on Saturday, I will wake up and I will make myself at like six o'clock in the morning. I will make myself a Thanksgiving plate and cover it in hot yeah. sauce and turn on the TV and just sit there and watch TV all day. There's football. There's there's all sorts of things you can oh, watch yeah. on Saturday. Oh, it's so it's my mouth, guys, is actually yeah, mine is too. I know. I'm, I'm already <laughs> I'm thinking so about hungry. it. And it's, you know, it works out perfect though because Daniel can get his leftovers from his family. I can get my leftovers from my family, and we have our own dressing that we can eat. We last year did try and like mix the two, and no, mm. they don't go together. We need mm. to keep them separate. My mom and but I then think that's I'd... the stress of if I ever agree to host either of the families, what do we do? Do we have two dressings? Because there is a great debate with that. It's an interesting thing. How um, does it evolve? Okay, so we, uh, Byron and I, uh, sorry, y- y'all have met Byron. Well, if you've listened to the podcast, you've met Byron, my brother. He was on uh, for, for... White Crimes. Yeah, White Crimes. White Collar Crimes. White, white Collar wow. Crimes. Wow. <laughs> white Crimes. <laughs> white Crimes. <laughs> Oh, my lanta. <laughs> that took a turn. All right, continue. Byron, we've met Byron. him. Byron. <laughs> so for, for a minute there, Byron and I were agreeing that we were going to swap off 
Thanksgivings, he would do it one year and I would do it the next because my parents have been doing it all their lives and they were tired. They were tired. Yeah. And, they, and so for a couple of years, I did it and we would swap off. I would do it and then he would do it. And on the years that I did it, um, my wife's in-laws, or my wife's, my in-laws, my wife's family was uh-huh. there. And on the years that Byron did it, his wife's family was there. And then, so like... And if, that changes the dynamics it, so it, much. It absolutely does. And so like my my dream, my goal was to have a place big enough where we could have... Everybody? Everybody. Just all in one place at, at the same time. I think that would be amazing. I mean, I guess if you have enough people, then it could be kind of like this, like, Mod podge of, I just added my image clueless when um, Cher is just like, I mean, what if they don't RSVP? You just go to the kitchen and you just rearrange a little bit. Like I'm picturing this like merged Thanksgiving where you just go into the kitchen and it's just like, we're going to have your turkey and your turkey and your dressing and your dressing. And we're just going to have everybody's and have just this buku of all of the things. All of the things. From a beautiful mix of the two. and That's a beautiful mix of the two. I don't know. But then, yeah, it's, it makes everybody happy. Well, before Byron and I started combining Thanksgiving, or trying to anyway, we ultimately COVID killed that dream. And it's back to my parents hosting. I'm sorry, mom and dad. Um, but before we tried to, to, to co-host, um, it used to be a thing where my mom and my aunt, my mom's sister, mm-hmm. both made stuffing and their recipes were different and i i probably mentioned this last year because it's a it's a it's a classic family story but all of my mom's kids loved mm-hmm. my my aunt's stuffing and all of my aunt's kids loved my mom's stuffing yeah and so every year mom and joe both had to make stuffing to bring to thanksgiving because everybody wanted the other stuffing yeah so, yeah i mean we like my mom's dressing so much that uh, or like my mom's side of the family, everybody, uh, we requested it for Christmas and then we do a reunion every year and we've requested it for a reunion, just the dressing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I people, am so hungry. Right? I know, I'm, I'm starving. I'm actually drooling. Like, so Does the Highlander serve turkey? <laughs> turkey and dressing. <laughs> But we'll try and wrap this up because we have been ranting for a long time. There's a lot of financial that goes into this. And so it's considering, you know, adding this into your budget. If you agree to host, knowing what you're getting into, but also being considerate of whoever's house or houses you're going to. And let's let's make it let's make it a new thing for those people out there that are not that have not in the past done it and that think it is it is uh, taboo or verboten. Um, let's make it a thing where it's okay to actually offer to pitch in. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, let me, I'm a terrible cook, but let me, let me toss you a hundy. Yeah. Like, let me throw some money in for this. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or you know what? Bring it, make it happen. The Thanksgiving trust. Like, I mean, make it happen. It's a beautiful idea. I'm amazed that we don't already have this as a product that we offer. Like, if if you've got a big family, consider it. I mean, Cam, you've got all your siblings. Consider like a little, a fund of like, this is, and it could be the holiday fund that that's where you pull from. So there's no one sibling that's burdened with whoever the is hosting of it. yeah they get to draw from the trust for the expenses that you know that There's you have it and because so, it's, it's a business you think about it with ladies and gentlemen you are welcome this podcast was brought to you by the idea of a thanksgiving trust we're gonna call it a holiday trust a holiday trust love that and you know what guys is your turkey dry as a bone is your stuffing wet pie underdone no worries 
This is one meal out of a thousand that you'll have eaten this year. So what if it's not perfect? Someone made it with love, if not skill. And that should be enough today. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a commercial. Yes, it was. But that's true. Wet stuffing. I mean, I think we put so much emphasis on this meal being absolutely perfect. And it's, I know from helping with my mom, it just feels like it goes by in a flash. And I've never, I mean, maybe I'm fortunate. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just overprivileged and I'm, I'm spoiled and, and, and whatever else. But You're spoiled. I've never had a bad Thanksgiving. Uh-uh. No, mine's I'm, always been great. I've never had a great. bad experience. Yeah. And, I've never really had that awkward of conversations. It could be some that was just very superficial conversations at times. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's a good time to be together and just remember why you're together and offer to help out because it's it's a financial and emotional burden. Yeah. Listen, sure. if, you know, if you know that the person that's hosting is not going to take your money or be offended by taking your money, then, you know, find other ways that you can pitch in because hosting is a I'm just saying it. I just threw it out. And I just beeped that out. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to do a a wrap-up. We're not going to do a bullseye this week. We're just going to do a closing statement. Cameron? (laughs) Well, we have another Thanksgiving episode coming up, so I can't say Happy Thanksgiving. Um, You know, The the next time you hear from us, it will be on Thanksgiving Day. Those of our dedicated fans that will actually download yeah. on Thanksgiving Day. I'll uh, wrap it up. Like, okay. look, this year's been hard. It last year was hard. This year's been hard. Um, I know it sounds corny, but you know, think corn about at Thanksgiving. Do you do corn at Thanksgiving? <laughs> Let Katie speak. I just <laughs> just think about what you're thankful for. I know that sounds corny, but just think about it. You don't even have to announce it round robin at the dinner table, but just really... Oh, please, God, don't. <laughs> please, God, don't announce what you're thankful for round just robin at the table. That is the worst it. thing ever. Yeah, just think about what you're thankful for and maybe even if you can't financially give anything, just thank the people who were there and Listen, thank th- for the opportunity. The shoot a pigeon with a BB gun. <laughs> fry that mother up. It's going to be delicious. Oh, there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you have made it to the end of a, a very, cool, interesting, very one. interesting episode of the Bullcast podcast. If you liked what you heard and this is your first one, I'm there sorry. are no other episodes that are like this one. So feel free to go back and listen to the other ones, but you're not going to have the same experience. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about me and Katie, please feel free to go to our website. And Bullcast, Cam. And Cameron. Although Cameron's Hi. picture and... and is your is your bio on the mm-hmm. website? Yeah, I snuck that one on there. Oh, nice. Okay, so me, Cameron, and Katie, you can find out more about all three of us on our website. That's BullCastPodcast.com. We also have an Instagram and Twitter handle. That's at BullCastPodcast. And we work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you would like to find out more about what we actually do for a job in our normal lives, please feel free to go to our website. That's PicklerWealthAdvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. There is all the information that you could possibly want to have on that website, ladies and gentlemen. Please feel free to go there and find out about us. Because that's all we're about is us. I've given you plenty to go on with. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we out.